Rated M for Mecca. Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha all the time. I'm the macabre chap, and guess what, guys? We're back with another Hard Classics episode. On this episode of Hard Classics, we are joined by Lita Kino, also known as Kino Reviews on Twitter, who will talk to you about a mecha anime that aired in the winter 2012 anime season and was animated by Satellite and 8 Bit. Without further ado, Hard Classics Episode 4, Aquarion Evo. I would like to thank the Buildcaster guys for involving me in their Hub Classics collab to talk Mecca. Being the only female here talking Mecca doesn't feel weird, right? No, I think I'm the oddity here. But hi there, I'm Lita. I blog about anime. <laughs> Lita Kino Anime Corner And I never shut up about anime. And I'm here today to preach my love of a franchise in the Mecha universe that is left undercover in the dust, to me anyway. Good news for my female fans out there that this series will cover you and not just for male audiences. That series is Aquarian Evol and Mecha Romance. The Aquarian franchise consists of three series, Genesis of Aquarian that came out in 2005, then Aquarian Evol in 2012, and then Aquarion Logos in 2015 to celebrate the franchise's 10th anniversary. But we don't need to talk about Logos. Primarily, Genesis and Evolve coincide with each other through a 12,000-year-old love between Apollonius and Celion. Shadow Angels came to invade Earth, led by Apollonius and his partner Toma, to use humans as fodder. Oh dear, that sounds so terrible saying it. To energize the Angels' tree of life. Unexpectedly, Apollonius falls for human warrior Celion, going against his own kind and providing humanity with the legendary mecha known as Aquarium. I love that there's Greek mythology throughout the Aquarium franchise referenced heavily. Um, it makes things so very interesting in terms of the plot. But in Evol, humanity is living on a planet known as Vega. Shadow angels have returned, taking only women, as their planet of all female species have been wiped out by mysterious disease. Neo-Davia organization led by Commando Fudo on planet Vega fight off the new enemies with Aquarion once more. Teams known as Elements possessing special abilities pilot three mecha ships that make up Aquarion. Reincarnate's main protagonists, Amitar and Mikino are forced to join the battle alongside. Oh god, that's a mouthful and that's the problem with these mecha plots. They're too confusing. But... I feel like Aquarian Evolve can be the exception to that because this show is all about love and it has the perfect balance of romance and mecha for me. Uh, I thought for the longest time it was going to be the vision of Escaflone, but Evolve just totally railroaded it. Um, Evolve never takes itself seriously. That's one of the things I love about this show. It's silly. It's over the top. 
particularly in its mecha battles, when they become one entity, when summoning Aquarion in a hysterical sense. Basically, teens in ecstasy and attacks with vocalized shouts. And maybe there's a bit of fan service thrown in there, but it's a good laugh, y'all. The theme of love sprouts throughout different directions in Aquarian Evolve, from family to a civilization where females are extinct, causing interesting curiosity from the opposition. That, that That's a plot kind of giveaway there, but you might not know what I mean. It's better that way. Also, minor focus of sexuality. If you think about Makoto Shinkai and his approach to the idea of love, which I love, I've loved mo- most of his films, Aquarian Evolve is up there for me with Shinkai's approach to love and Aquarian Evolve does the theme of love justice in so many different ways. You just have to watch it and experience it to fully grasp that. But one of the great few things about Aquarian Evolve, besides the plot, are the main characters. They're wholesome, variety, and the connections that they grow together. In addition to love in this series, um, there are some wise life lessons thrown in there, courtesy of Commando Zen Fudo, who's a bit of a quack, but I love him. He might remind you of Ichan from Angelic Leia, one of the very first anime I ever watched, if you have seen that series. If you have not seen Angelic Leia, you need to check it out. But Commando Zen Fudo confuses the poor teenagers with his riddles in his own weird teaching methods, but it's funny as hell. And speaking of that this is a romance series, there is a love triangle. It's a tad crazy, but it does align with the plot really well. And one of the other major things I love about Evol is that it kept um, Apollonius and Celion's love as a minor reference, allowing for Mikino and Amata's um, relationship to grow individually and it's not shrouded by the past. Plus, they're so cute. Oh, they're so cute, guys. Sorry, kind of get off topic there. But one of the also great things about Aquarian Evolve is a visually beautiful experience. The animation's done by two studios, Studio Satellite and in addition 8-Bit. But mainly Studio Satellite has done all of the animation for all of the Aquarian series in the franchise. And the two studios have worked on series like Stars Align and Matt Cross Frontier and Heat Guy J, you may know of. Apart from the theme of love and its wholesome characters, another massive standout is the music. It will be a bop, y'all. It's a bop. Because if I say the words Yoko Cannon, Cowboy Bebop, yes, beautiful, wonderful music composer Yoko Cannon has done all of the music for this entire franchise. And she worked on Escaflone, which is where I first discovered that wonderful music composer. So if that is a not incentive to not check out Aquarian Evolve, I got one more if that's not an incentive for you. But one of the music aspects I love is one of the singers. One of the main people that does the main opening themes is a American-Japanese singer known as Akino, singing Genesis and the Evolve openings. That girl, she invokes so much emotion in her vocals. She got some pipes. You just need to go Google it on YouTube and you'll be in bliss. I recommend the Paradoxal Zoo first opening to occur. No, sorry. is the second opening to occur and evolve. Highly recommend you listen to that on repeat. And if of all I have mentioned has not convinced you to try out Aquarium, then I will say Shoji Kawaimura a Japanese producer and mecha designer. Oh, wait for it, guys. Wait for it. You might know who I'm referring to. He has done some mecha classics. He has done the entirety of the Macross franchise. Eureka 7, my baby, vision of Escaflone. This man knows the greatest balance of a good romance in mecha. 
And that is why I love him. I think I fell in love with the dude when I definitely watched Aquarian Evolve. I knew he had worked on like the Macross series and stuff, but I haven't got through that stuff yet. It wasn't until Aquarian Evolve. So if you go canon and mentioning Shoji Karamoya are not good incentives to watch this series, then I don't know what is. So where can you watch Aquarian Evolve? You can watch it on Funimation, Tubi TV, but it's only available access for the US only. And sorry to tell you, it is on Amazon Prime. But again, US access only. <laughs> Damn you, US. You just don't know how lucky you guys are out there. So if you want a silly mecha with romance filled, over the top, has kick-ass battles, and is a hub classic, Aquarian Vol is for you. And you won't be disappointed, fellow females out there. Trust me, you won't. You won't. And that is enough from me. Thank you for listening to my preaching of Aquarian Evol. Leader is out. It's a certified hug classic. Thanks, Lita, for your awesome contribution to hard classics. We felt that it was important to include a female voice when doing this series. And because Lita is awesome, she's been a guest on the show before way, way, way back in episode three. We thought, why not ask her to participate? So it's time for the socials. You can find Lita on Twitter at Kino Reviews. That's K-I-N-O Reviews, all one word. You can find her blog, um, Lita Kino's Anime Corner at litakinoanimecorner.wordpress.com. You can find us on Twitter at Buildcasters. You can find myself on Twitter at The Macabre Chap. You can find my co-host on Twitter, Sentai5, at Sentai5. You can also find us on Instagram as well. So that was episode four of HUD Classics. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. This episode of Billcasters was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended. <laughs>